Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Good morning. It's 8 a.m. here on Tuesday, July 6th. Hour number two of the show, we're going to talk some LSU football. And at the top of the 9 o'clock hour, Nick Underhill will join us to talk some Saints. Hour two of Off the Bench, live from the Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge Studios, starts now. Here we go! All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Jacob Hester and T-Bob Hebert. Yeah, 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 yeah! Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. What up, though? Welcome back. Hour two of OTB. Uh, okay, so weird situation in there, hour one. We talked about Wes Johnson. We were a little tight on time. And so I only read the second part of a quote from Jay Johnson, and I meant it to sound reassuring. I think it actually sounded quite aggressive, though, right? It's one of those classic, what, what, how it was going to sound in my head, did not, not how it came out sounding. And some are right in the chat to say that it was taken out of context. Just no, it was not my intention because the full, the more full quote, uh, Jay Johnson was asked about West Johnson's quote. I think the preparation and execution of the pitching staff speaks for itself. It's just a new, new time in college athletics. So we're planning on having, so we were planning on having a meeting tomorrow morning to tell them already, but obviously we didn't get to that point. I love him like a brother. I cannot imagine only spending 11 months with somebody and connecting in the way that we have. He's made a big impact on our guy. So, Jay, no, make no mistake, Johnson and Johnson are tight, okay? They did a lot of good work together this year. He then, I think, I think he wanted to be reassuring with the end of this quote, right? It was not like when he goes on to say, we're going to get a great pitching coach. I'm not even worried about that. It is what it is, and I don't have reason to worry about that role moving forward. I think all he's trying to do there is project confidence and say, look, you know, we've had two really good years in that department and there were two hires that I made. And so once again, and, and, and think about it, like the same way, Jake, who's the pitch coach two years ago? Was it Kelly? Um, he had like the yeah. high school line vibes, right? Yeah. Uh, well, but think about it. So in the first search, it was kind of Kelly and Johnson as your finalist. I think Johnson maybe said no initially. Yeah. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is in searching for the coaches, he already has other candidates that he likes. It's not to say he already has his mind made up, but it's not like he's going to be starting from ground zero in terms of uh, who he maybe wants to potentially hire because he's already done this dance uh, here twice in the last two years, and he'll do it for a third time this year. So it's a bummer, but ultimately, Jake, if your assistants are being hired away, that means you're good at hiring. Uh, you get into trouble when nobody wants your assistance. That's when maybe uh, you got to you got to you got to ask yourself: Are they really maximizing what we can do? And you know that you can go get almost anyone because you just yeah. went to the sure. major league baseball ranks 
and got an active pitching coach who was actually doing some good things with the Twins. Now he had a college history, but you went and got someone from the big leagues to come be a college baseball coach. And so now you're going to look, okay, well, who can you go and get? I, I, don't, I don't know what the situation is. Wake Forest, whoever the pitching coach is, might be Bill Salento. He might be it. But go go get him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go take Wake Forest. <laughs> Hell yeah, When dude. you look at ERAs, yeah. Wake Forest is like 275. They led the country. And I think Tennessee's second at like, you know, 343 team ERAs we're talking here. I mean, it's like it's not, not even close. remotely close. They had the Tennessee most dominating in the staff. Country. I'm pretty sure if that's still holding. In the playing on the SEC schedule, it's pretty crazy, dude. Now I gotta go uh, look it up to confirm. Pretty damn good. I don't like that. You don't like what? I don't like Tennessee being second in the country in team ERA. All right, so I'm looking at team ERA. You have Wake Forest number one in the country. Ups two seven eight, two seven eight. Tennessee three six zero. So even actually bigger gap, almost a, Nearly a, I mean, a run. run. Yeah, basically. Uh, Northeastern, who made the postseason, Indiana State. Oh, Roberts. Maybe that's the reason hey, why they came as a four out. seed. Uh, Virginia, Alabama. So the top seven teams made the postseason. Lamar, the only Alabama, one on the outside yeah. there. Duke, Penn, Texas, all postseason baseball teams to kind of round out the top. It gives you an idea there. of how good LSU's bats are because they took care of a lot of those. Uh, they took care of a couple of those teams that were uh, – that were on there. Uh, LSU forty fourth. Yeah, four six zero team ERA. Hey, four six zero is actually a bit better than it's felt at times this year. I'll take it, dude. I mean, you come out of Hoover. I think. I think. I think. The, I think the pen's been somewhere around maybe right under right sub four. Uh, the staff of the pen lately. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, either way, uh, look, I I feel good about this weekend. Uh, and here's to hoping that. Are they announcing 9 a.m. Eastern or Central where Tennessee Southern Miss is going to be? Because uh, go Golden Eagles, like we said. Uh, screw you, Tennessee. Always and forever. Um, let's talk real quick, a little LSU football blurb. Jake, as a uh, familiar face, is back again, not for the first time, not twice, but thrice, as Trey Bradford is back at LSU. yes. Uh, now, you may be asking yourself, how is it possible to read that Trey Bradford is a redshirt sophomore and yet will be returning to LSU for the third time? Uh, it's a hilarious headline that reads as being absolutely ridiculous. And to be fair, it is shrouded in a bit of mystery. Uh, but here's how the timeline went down. Remember, he signed with LSU out of high school. He ends up transferring to Oklahoma after one season. He spends two months in Norman before transferring back to LSU for 2021. He did spring ball with the team, was mysteriously absent from fall. And then here's a quote directly from the advocate, quote, it is unclear where Bradford spent the 2022 season. Don't know what he was doing for spring of 23, but apparently Trey Bradford is back in the LSU running back room or whatever that's worth. Does this do anything for you, Jake? Uh, the running back room is come one, come all. They are trying to just get together every quality, able body that they can because it's going to be a running back by committee. But you're talking Josh Williams, who, look, I still trust. I think last year he proved it time and time again. You have Noah Kane, You have Diggs, who's transferring from Notre Dame. John Emery's still up in the air, but if he's able to come back, Armani Goodwin, don't know what his health is right now. 
Don't know if he's going to be ready for fall camp, but you're just adding bodies to this roster. Now, this this team knows Trey Bradford, and they know what he can do, and so you welcome him back to the team, and you're trying to get as many quality running backs as you can because you're going to play T three, four running backs. It's going to be that old rotation that we've seen plenty of times in 03 and 07 and 11 of running backs by committee. You're not going to have a bell cow. You're going to have an RB1. We've talked about that. RB1 is a different situation than a bell cow. A bell cow is what Clyde edwards Elair was in 2019. He never came out of the game. RB1, you're the starter, but you're going to have three, maybe even four other guys come in depending on what their skill set is. And so, you're trying to add because, again, like we've talked about, like Diggs and Kane are different. Josh Williams is going to be different than John Emery if yep. he's back. And Emery's going to be different than Trey Bradford. So that is the good thing. And in 2007, that's kind of what we had as well. Like, you know, Keelan was different than Charles. Mm-hmm. I was different than Richard Murphy, certainly. And Trenton Holiday was kind of an X factor. So if you have a running back by committee, I would prefer it to be like this. Have a bunch of different guys with different skill sets that can help you. Now, you don't want to fall into tendencies. That's not what you want to do. You don't want to be like, okay, if he's in the game, it's going to be this. That's on the coaching staff to put you in a place to succeed. But if I'm going to do it, I don't want four running backs that are, you know, 230-pound bruisers. I don't want four guys that are slashers. I want four or five different running backs. And it seems like that's what LSU has. Now it's on the coaches to put them in the best situation. Yeah. Uh, now, you say you know what Trey Bradford can do. What would you say Trey Bradford can I mean, do? he's a track guy. I mean, he can go. I mean, he is somebody, you know, early in his career. Remember, he played in the fog game against Florida. I mean, yeah. that's how long ago I, I feel it like was. I remember him. Old Miss game that year as well. Receiver, I feel like. Um, because if you get him on the, the edge, he has real track speed. Yeah. That is, that is going to be his calling card. And again, like Josh Williams, he's going to be the guy in there in third downs. You can trust him. Tough yards. Noah Kane, tough yards. Inside runner. Remember the Arkansas game. Like everybody knew because of the weather situation, he was getting the ball, had a lot of success. He can be that downhill running back. And John Emery's kind of the the guy that's a new and odd guy. He's going, like the Auburn game, John Emery takes that game over. So you hope he can come back in an LSU uniform. Do we know anything about John Emery? I mean, missing, given his academic history, missing spring for academics is about as discouraging uh, of an outcome as you, you It is, but that's hoped. why you continue to stack running backs because you don't know with this group. You don't know, is Goodwin going to be able to come back from injury? Is yeah. John Emery going to be eligible to play? Right. And so like those are the question marks that you're going to continue to ask yourself. And so what do you do? You go get talent back on this roster. And if you have an available spot and you feel like that person can help, like they know Trey Bradford. They know Diggs coming from Notre Dame. He was a player for a lot of this staff or some of the staff, but obviously the head coach. So you know these players. You're not just bringing them in and hoping. It's kind of like, hey, we know our situation with two of our running backs that we're counting on with Goodwin and Emery. We need you to be available. We know what you can do. And so I'm all for if you have the spot, add a guy that you know at that position. Yeah, I'm thinking right now it probably feels like Williams, Kane, and Diggs are your most uh, reliable. Like they're the ones that you know are probably going to be out there. They have experience. You feel good about them. Um, I like the strategy. If you're unsure, and, and Brian Kelly said as much after spring, he said, look, on paper, it looks like we got a lot of guys. But there's a lot of context in that room that dictates that we're actually kind of thin. And so what do you do when you're thin in a position? Just throw a bunch of stuff against the wall, right? You can't always just go find some superstar that's going to magically come in and uh, solve all your woes. So you throw a bunch of stuff against the wall and see who ends up rising out of the muck. 
which I guess is what's going on with the LSU running back room. Remember Josh Williams, RB1. We'll see where it ends up going. Uh, all right, next here on OTB, uh, I do want to remind you real quick about Patient Plus Urgent Care, man. If you're not feeling well, you're feeling a little sick, maybe you got a little sniffle, sinus, something or another, you want to go over there to Patient Plus Urgent Care. Uh, shout out our guy, Ruben Patel, uh, who on top of being a massive, massive masochistic Pelicans and LSU basketball fan is uh, also does a hell of a job running patient plus over there and look it's not just the excellent nurses and staff and doctors and everything but really the facilities which are just so unlike any other urgent care that you have ever been to so for all you and your family's need you need to get in and get better you want to go to patient plus urgent care patient plus uc.com where you will see the difference all right let's go uh coming up next we got otv mail that get your questions in the chat and we'll log them next here on 104.5 oh hit the like button by the way 104.5 espn off the bench with Hester and T-Bob, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Yo, what's happening, y'all? Summertime is here, by the way. Okay, coming up on tomorrow's show, every single Wednesday, third hour of the show, we are picking a summer movie that we are going to watch in depth and review. Tomorrow's movie, starting with the classic, A Slice of Americana. The Sandlot, okay? So anybody who wants to follow along in tomorrow's hour number three, go ahead, watch The Sandlot today, get in a good summer mood, and we will uh, break it down tomorrow. Very excited about that. And our tier lists are back as well. It is tier list season, meaning this Friday we will be doing science as we objectively and correctly rank the best ever HBO Oof. show. That's going to be tough. going to be tough, especially because, like a scrub, I've never seen Sopranos. Even though when I get done with Succession, I'm thinking that may be where I take my uh, my my myself to next. Like I'm gonna sign with the Sopranos. I feel like a free I'm gonna be a free agent once again. Get out of my contract finally. You've never seen the Sopranos. No. I, I know. So we play this show plays in the future in in Shreveport. So this will be when you're hearing this in the Port City. It will be, I believe, one eighteen. One eighteen. It'll be one eighteen. So my older brother, Adam, who does radio in the same station that we play on, but he also coaches high school soccer, he's typically going back to the soccer field around this time, and he usually hears one segment of our show. I hope it's not this segment, because if it did, he just drove off the road. Oh, no. Oh, God. Adam, I hope you're wearing a seatbelt. Okay, that's all. <laughs> It's all that I'm man, asking for. That man has rewatched Sopranos like six times. Well, I mean, I get it. Like, and you and him me, are very similar. That's why I bring it up. Spoiler alert, it's probably going to be S-tier. I don't have to have seen it to appreciate yeah, the certainly cultural impact of it, right? But then, I mean, look, you still got Rome. You still got The Wire. You still the got Wire. True Ooh. Detective Season 1. You still got like... And 3. Well, I mean, yeah, I know. That's what I'm wondering, though. Is True Detective yeah. all one show? Do mm, you ring them separately? I, think, I think, so. you ha- I think you got... I don't know. Well, you know what? Entourage. It's for the science... That is for the science on Friday, okay? It's going to be a great day. Right now, let's do a little OTB mailbag. Special delivery! 
I have this special delivery for Walk the bench. And look, it is marked most urgent. We'll be writing to you. The internet. What the f is the internet? Hashtag OGB Mailbag. It's your National Drive-In Movie Theater Day. Have you ever been to a drive-in theater? I have not. I have not. Um, it, whew, it's too hot here for all that. Uh, they did have one about 20 minutes from our house in San Diego, and we were always like, we're going to go do that. We're going to go do that. And we never did that. It seems like I wouldn't want to watch a movie through a window. You know? Does that make sense? Let, let's be honest. People used to go to drive-in movies for other reasons. Yeah. Handies. Because the snacks were cheap. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, I would like to do it once for the experience, but no, I never have. Uh, Jeff has to go to be mailbag. T-Bob going to Hot Springs in a couple weeks with the can't-miss place to eat. I, I don't know, right? I spent a couple hours in Hot Springs that were not at the racetrack. What I will say is that a lot of places looked super cool. There was a, oh, uh, there was a pizza place with a Grateful Dead theme that was also a brewery that looked really good. Was it Grateful Bread or something along those lines? I, I can't remember the name of it, but whatever. Just, I, I'm like, the internet will be your friend. Just know that there seem to be very cool places over there. I'm shocked that you enjoyed the pun. Uh, yeah, it looked look cool. It looked really good. I will say this, too. Oakland, I mean, the horse race is most fun way to gamble ever. Bunny money, hashtag OTB mailbag. Would you rather uh, live in space or at the bottom of the ocean? They asked an actual oh, astronaut this that had uh, been in both. Uh, I saw a clip from Joe Rogan where he was talking to somebody that had had been in both. I'm going space. I think. I think. I think so too. I mean, the bottom of the ocean just doesn't seem great. Both are terrifying, um, but I want to fly, you know. And so that's yeah. You know, I'd rather be in zero G and be have impending death right outside the door seal than be uh, in normal gravity. Uh, hashtag OTB mailbag. Let's see here. Uh, T-Bob, did you patent Swamp King to the ESPN Florida document yeah. has to pay you tribute? Or does the S on the end, Swamp Kings, exempt them mm. like the extra beat nice ice, baby? It's dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know. da, da, da. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, so we uh, – I did not patent Swamp King. I That said, Jake, I want to talk about the doc later because okay. that's going to be awesome. Well, it has a potential to be awesome. Uh, has, I'll hate watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the U was great. I wonder if they're going to be as... We'll, we'll see. Mm -hmm. Hashtag OTB mailbag. Are you excited about Black Mirror coming back next Thursday? I don't like Black Mirror. It's 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 weird to say. I've tried it. I mean, it, oof, that first episode, I'm like... Awesome. God, not to you. What? Bro. No thanks. That first episode's an all-time banger. No. I'm, yes. I'm, yes. Dude, have like, you what? seen it, Taylor? I've seen like one or two episodes. I never got into it. So it's, yeah. it's an anthology show, which I like because there is no great buy-in, right? It's almost like watching a mini movie. The danger of that is there are some real hits and then there's like some real mistakes. Yeah. So, so right? every episode is different, right? Yes. It's it's not yeah. like an American horror story where no. it's like one season and then to the next. Every episode's a different. Every episode's different. Yeah, that would get on my nerves. Uh, no, I, I mean, I think it's awesome. It's just like some Kai concept short stories. Like, the, the the USS Callister episode, one of my favorite things I've ever watched in my entire life. But like the last two or three from last season, I didn't really care for. So hey, can you do I'm can you do fence. me a favor? Can you find maybe outside of episode one? We're disagreeing there. Like some like give me five episodes of it to watch. Um, can, like, I don't do know you, if I remember five on the top mm. of my head. Again though, the USS Callister one 
blows my mind because it's one where this guy makes a video game, right? Um, but he essentially codes it to be so real that he creates a bubble universe. And it kind of plays with the idea of like, at what point do you have to feel bad for these digital things because they feel just like we do? Like, it's like a way more advanced version of, okay, if you're playing like a GTA game, right? You're playing Grand mm -hmm. Theft Auto and you walk and you just start like shooting bystanders. Right. They are coded to go from feeling normal to then panicking and freaking out and running around. At what point does the code become so real? Like at what point do they gain sentience, consciousness, yeah. intelligence? And it's just, it's, it's, it, it really kind of, uh -huh. I think it's very interesting stuff to play with. But I love the first episode too. God, <laughs> I mean, God, what? it's so greasy. It's so greasy. <laughs> As I go to be a mailbag, would it be worse to walk up on a mad bacon, buddy? Bacon greasy. Uh, it's it's yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> uh, would it be worse to walk up on a mad bunny rabbit or a happy rattlesnake? Uh, the mad rabbit. Ooh. Uh, as a snake bite survivor myself, uh, I'm gonna go the snake. What'd you get bit by? Uh, I mean. Oh, what, like a garden snake? Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> whatever it was. But still, hey, Survivor, I'm here to True. tell the story. Factual. Dude, okay. I had I had two, like what, whichever snake it was, I like ran into the trainer room. I'm like, is this, why is it this? I know. Uh, I had two little like fang holes in my uh, in my foot for, oh. gosh, forever. Okay, okay, fang holes, that's an actual bite then. Yeah. Yeah, well, that'll, that'll play. Yeah, so like it was the weirdest thing. Like I had just had like two like perfect circles. Oof. On uh, on like the side of my foot. Oh no, no no no! Don't wear don't wear shower sandals by a dumpster if you're parking at LSU football. Ops. I almost walked straight over a rattlesnake uh, across at, at uh wait what's the waterfalls? Cross Creek? Not Cross Creek. Where where are we talking here? In Mississippi, you can go drive to. It's like an hour away. I don't stop in Mississippi. Man, I mean not well, not, not any right shade. Now. I just I literally can't think of a we time used to I stop. Like, I go there like a few times every summer to go hiking with the family. Know. It's so much fun. Ah, Clark's Creek. It might be dumb. Hashtag OTB mailbag. What's the difference between OTB mailbag and Ask the Bench? Hey, David, you're asking too many questions. Okay, <laughs> hey, send them in, boys. David, you're about to get a knock on the door. Just go with them. Don't 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 worry. Yeah, hey, we're gonna hurt some people. We gotta go. Yeah, the whole yeah. situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hashtag OTB mailbag. David also asks, is playing baseball in a turf field on American. It feels a little bit, yeah, a little bit like it, it. I was watching. I forget which regional I was watching. I was like, the ball's not supposed to hop like that. It yeah. might have been Kentucky. I think Kentucky might have turf, but it was just taking That's some weird bounces. Can you be? How can you be in Kentucky, which I feel like is just Kentucky one bluegrass, lush, yeah, like one like lush grass field, yeah. essentially rolling green hills. If they have turf, that's pathetic. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of turf. Uh, hashtag, I don't think the NFL is a big fan of turf. There's a movement in the Players Union right now, or Players Association, to yeah. make NFL teams have grass. Which, I mean, hey, guys, if you're a multi-billion dollar organization, I kind of agree with, like, you got to invest and yeah. just figure it out. Yeah. Tur uh, turf fields serve a purpose in certain weather situations. I do get that. But you're right. Like NFL money, you can figure that's it out. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying college is not realistic. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, not that's high fine. school. That is what it is. High realistic. school, yeah. Do yeah. do your thing. But NFL, come on now. Come on now. Uh, but then again, this is a league that had y'all playing in a baseball stadium forever. Hashtag OTB mailbag. I played in one of them. <laughs> I know. Uh, does Derek Carr wear mascara? Yes. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay, man. Yeah. Just highlighting Absolutely. your features, you know? Um, hashtag OTB mailbag. Would y'all agree that today's athletes are more athletic, but athletes in the past were tougher? I mean, bro, there's some tough, tough dudes I, I would. Today, dude. I think I, I mean, they're still tough players. So, like, don't mistake that 
like there's not tough players. They're still tough players. I do think they're more athletic. They have year-round training. They have access to to the weights and the yeah. running programs and like just the the way they can track everything now. Like Saban laughed at me at SEC spring meetings when I was talking about one tens. He's like, Jake, we don't run one tens anymore. That's so crazy. Like we got the GPSs and they just they follow everything that the players do, so we know if they're in shape or not. I'm like, oh, so like when we were like seeing three of you on the field across the Ponderosa, that was that was not the right way to do it. Um, you would have thrived. I would have thrived. I mean, that was the only thing that I was bad at, and I never got good at it in five years. I mean, you see me walk around all knock-kneed and pigeon-toed and short leg and weird torso, like just not made for just not made for one tens. Um, uh, 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 let's see, let's see, let's see. We got to, okay. We got to add Boardwalk Empire list. We got to Eastbound Down list. I don't think those are in there. Leftovers Veep. Forgot Veep. Oh, Emil saying leftovers Veep or S tier. I don't know, bro. Seems like bad science to me. I know a lot of people love Veep. I know Leftovers is kind of 50-50. I tried to watch Leftovers for multiple seasons, and it just never, ever did it for me. Okay, Empty Cajun. Uh, T-Bob, you're looking for an EPL team. Why not Newcastle United? Big club. We'll be playing in Champions League. Are they good right now? I've always liked Newcastle's uniform. They got a a new owner, and they spent some money, and they're going to be playing um, European football. Okay. Okay. Dude, I could maybe I can maybe get into that. I'm not gonna make any promises, but I don't hate it. Why don't you just back me and just become an Everton fan? Ooh. I mean I guess it could be alright. I do love the unis as well. Yeah. I mean the blue looks good, but y'all kinda suck. <laughs> like Roger Bennett said, we're crap, but we're our crap. Yeah, yeah. But like I'm not I'm just saying, like, y'all are kind of like the Browns, right? Like, historic uh, franchise. I'm just saying, historic franchise. Uh, I don't know if you hired a serial sexual assaulter as your midfielder and captain, but uh, kind of like the Browns. Historic franchise, maybe not the most winning. Loyal fan base. Mm, very loyal, yeah. Go Blues! Um, who am I kidding? I'm not going to watch it. God, it's so weird. Like, I figured you would be into that. I am in a Newcastle. Who did, did Paul Scholes used to play for Newcastle? Who used to play for Newcastle? He played for me. Did Zidane play for? I knew that later. He did. I thought uh, did did Young Newcastle. Zidane play for Newcastle? Not that I remember. There was somebody I when I used to watch soccer highlight videos online all the time on SoccerVids.net back in the day. Wait, wait, wait. you SoccerVids.net? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. You kidding me? I used to watch freestyle, uh, freestyle dribbling and just like soccer highlights all the time when I get into FIFA 04. and I started discovering my love of the beautiful game. Even though you won't pick a team. Marty Moonbeam. Hashtag OG Mailbag. Is True Detective Season 1 the best season 1 of any show? Yeah, full stop. I think so. Uh, the ending isn't maybe like the strongest, but it's good enough. And the rest is fantastic. Also, it was kind of my first, uh, I think probably for a lot of people, it was our first foray into what, what kind of philosophy is Russ Cole espousing? Is it nihilistic? I don't know. But it's kind of like time is a flat circle. You're like, whoa, dude, what? It's so crazy. We're probably biased here, but I think anything set in South Louisiana, like like South True. South Louisiana, not like Baton Rouge, not even really like New Orleans. Certainly, something set in New Orleans, I can get behind that. But something set in South Louisiana always intrigues me. It intrigues yep. a lot of people, uh, just because it's like nowhere else. Handled the Cajun accents well too. Yeah, I think they hired actual Cajun. People, they did. Which there you go. Yeah. Imagine that. Uh, hashtag OTB mailbag. 
Uh, will you be spending $3,500 on the new Apple Vision Pro goggles? Yeah, in case you missed it, Apple dropped their own VR helmet, Jake. And in classic Apple fashion, they have priced it at $3,500. Uh, for reference, I got my Oculus Quest 2 for, I think, $250 a couple of years ago. Now, Oculus did raise that price back up to $400 because they some hoes, but... Uh, I mean, 3,500. I think it may be being marketed more, less towards gaming and more towards like professional. And I'm sure it's awesome. Like make no mistake. I'm sure it is top quality, but sheesh, that is a pretty penny. And no, I will not because I, it's really hard to do VR stuff with like families and young kids. I don't know. It's just, it's, you can, what? like, it's hard to like put on a VR headset and just be like, Hey, real life, oh. don't bother me. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. That. I'm not gonna surprise you. That doesn't intrigue me whatsoever. No, uh, VR is cool though. I do, I do really enjoy it. I, this is this, you're gonna roll your eyes at this. Like anytime I try to do stuff like that, my brain—I don't know if it's from the makes ISO sense. blocks. Yeah, it makes it sense. does not handle that well. Does it give you like bad motion sickness. Oh, so, bad. Yeah, move and movements and weird. It, it's there's a very odd thing with your brain where, for instance, they have games where uh, maybe you're like floating through space and so you're moving by like pushing its walls. Yeah. If your brain can make sense of why your vision is moving in that way, you tend to not get motion sick. But if you just have a joystick and you're just pressing forward and so you're like moving, but you're not ambulating that it like, it's the weird, your, your brain just can't handle it. It's like a huge yeah. disconnect. Um, so like, I, I'm obviously like on right now I'm on baby call. Yeah. Like, Cause you know, Katie is, 36 weeks pregnant we've had a, a child at 36 weeks and so like anytime i see her name pop up on my phone i'm like okay let me see let me see and um she had uh, she texted me and i'm like oh what is it she rolled her eyes and said snake bite survivor chill out <laughs> <laughs> it's true though i mean it is, it is factual Look, it is factual i got bit by a snake and i'm here to tell the story uh, by the way, it's Tunica Hills, and it is Clark's Creek that I was looking for, Clark Creek. So if anybody's looking for good hiking, look that up. It's very fun. You can drop a little uh, you drop a little dono in the box when you enter the park, yeah. but it's just a beautiful trail. It's got waterfalls, bro. It's got elevation changes, okay? Imagine that, and it's only an hour away. Very fun place to take the kids. They can go swimming yeah. and whatnot. Okay. Oh, it's augmented reality. It's not VR. Never mind. Okay. Interesting. A $3,500 AR headset? What does that do? It's probably pretty badass. Probably like be doing a pre probably, you know what? You probably feel like Tony Stark in like Iron Man or something when he's just like yeah. grabbing things yeah. out of thin air and like rotating. It better, them it better do something for $3,500. Yeah, true. <laughs> that dog My better run. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I'm thinking of some Newcastle players that may, like Andy Carroll seems like somebody you would you would enjoy watching. Was it Andy Carroll? Had a nice no. little ponytail, no. a man bun. It was the only reason was it was. It was the Michael, highlight tape of somebody who had become way bigger than Newcastle. Maybe it was Michael Owen, Carlos Bocanegra. I think it was. I think it was Michael Owen. That's exactly okay. who it was. It was Michael Owen. Thank you. That's who okay. I was looking for. I mean, how about you like that Bocanegra folder? Yeah. How about that? Carlos Bocanegra, great guy. Um, he is the GM now of the uh, Atlanta franchise. That's not even who I think. Of, that's not even who I was thinking about. I thought I was thinking about a Brazilian defender. No, Carlos Bocanegra was the captain for the United States men's national team for a long time. Well. Getting my names confused. Um, all right, that's going to be it for us. Let me, let me see if we got one more OTB mailbag. Oops, Freudian slip. Oh, there. I, I'll <laughs> ask. Let me let me ask one. Most like random HBO show that you're going to try to fight for on this tier list. Maybe a deep cut. 
Mm. I'm going to go Tales from the Crypt. Uh, is that I had no idea that was an HBO show. I was always too scared to watch it when I was a little kid. The Crypt Creeper used to scare the crap. It was one of those things where you'd put it on and I'd see how long I could last before I fear changed the uh, the channel. Uh, dude, these kids don't know about No. I barely know about it. These kids don't know about Tales from the Crypt. There's no chance. Taylor, have you ever heard of Tales from the Crypt? Heard of it. Never seen it. Have really? you seen the Crypt Keeper? Crypt Keeper was. Do you no. know what he looks like? Oh, okay. I'm looking uh, at him right now. Ooh. Creepy boy. That was a great show, though. Yeah, I mean, it had kind of that Black Mirror feel to it a little bit, like... Every episode was going to be different. There was yeah. a you know Twilight Zone. Yeah, kind of it wasn't feel like a it. horror anthology. Yeah. yeah, like same deal. I think um I really like Righteous Gemstones quite a bit. Which I believe is about to come. Oh, out. you did like that. Yeah, I hadn't given it an opportunity yet. It is just Danny McBride's essence distilled into film. Vice Principles. Uh, but a little sacrilegious. Uh, I never saw Vice Principles. Minus a little. Um, Vice <laughs> Principles is, little is fantastic. It's not really as much sacrilegious, though, as it is it's making fun, fun of... Fun of megachurches. Yes, like right? the people who are already bad people because yes. they are being sacrilegious, getting getting money and whatnot. Yeah. Um, all right, so we will... Uh, good call on the Michael Owens, boys. Uh, Michael Owens. Uh, Michael Owens? Michael Owens? Wait, what? Oh, you're oh. wondering if it's plural or not. Yes, Watchmen. Uh, no, it's not. Michael Owen. It's not Watchmen. Owens. It's Owen. Michael Owen. Okay, Michael Owen. Watchmen yeah. is actually going to be the show that I fight for. That is, uh, that, that show was top was HBO or Max? Uh, well, the same thing now. It wasn't cinema. That was HBO. Okay. It was, I'm, I'm, I'm 90% positive. Not 100%. Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll get back. More OTV. Off the bench with Hester and T-Bob. Never saw Oz. Uh, All-Star Toyota. Of Baton Rouge, All-Star Toyota, BatonRouge.com. Go to All-Star Toyota today. Look, if you love OTB, guys, um, well, thank you, first off. It's very sweet of you. Uh, but the only way that we're able to do this show is because of the people who support us. And nobody supports us more than All-Star. That's why you see the signage behind us. That's why we talk about them twice a day. And it's why, even though, look, I don't get any like special deals or anything, it's why I chose to buy the Murdered Out Mini there. It's why I leased the Camry. And it's why I'm not looking at a Sequoia now that the lease is about to be up. So, get your answers at also TotoBatonRouge.com. You're going to go over there and test drive? Uh, I kind of dropped the ball. I got the text that one was on a lot to go check it out. And <laughs> I uh, forgot. It's okay. It's okay because they're going to be there for you when but you that's forget. that's customer service. That's How about that? Yeah, that's exactly right. And go check out the per day rental prices on the website. You'll find that it's going to be hard to beat. And everything is available as well. You're not going to get that anywhere else. So no matter if you need something bigger, smaller, whatever, they've got you covered in the rentals. All start to it at FatonRouge.com. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Yahoo! What's happening, y'all? Welcome back, OTB. Uh, so, Russell Okung, if you want to go ahead in the uh, group chat, maybe you can bring this up, Taylor. Um, Russell Okung, Okung, Okung um, was an excellent NFL tackle. How long did he end up playing for? A long time. Yeah. Right? Forever. 
Well, I know he. I think he might have finished with the Chargers. Um, a guy who was pretty sure All Pro at times, Pro Bowler, Captain. Uh, you know, somebody who played tackle at over three hundred pounds. Well, he is now a hundred pounds lighter. He he looks incredible. Um, and he says he he went on a Twitter thread yesterday where he said the number one question I keep hearing is how did you do it. And here's what he says, okay? And I don't know that I knew that this was medically possible. He says, how did you do it? Answer, I fasted for 40 days with nothing but water. Yes, you read right. The experience was so rich and rewarding, I'm going to do it again. Fasting isn't just about weight loss. It's about regeneration, healing, and self-discovery. And quieting my physical hunger, I unlocked mental clarity and spiritual revelation, a total reset. As an elite athlete, I was always told to eat big, stay strong, and I never questioned it. But breaking away, embracing fasting, it changed everything. I'm not just lighter in weight, but I'm lighter in spirit. Fasting isn't for everyone. I get that. But for me, it was a life changer. The benefits are profound, clearer skin, better digestion, improved mental focus. Even my joint pain has decreased. My journey hasn't been just about shedding pounds. It's been about shedding old habits and old ways of thinking. Fasting opened a door to a healthier, happier me. It gave me control back. So today I stand before you changed, empowered, and inspired. Whether you're considering fasting or just looking to change your life, remember the first day is always the hardest. Bro, I 40, 40 days of just water? I didn't know. Do we have doctors listening? Is that physically possible? I mean, I guess so. Is it only possible because of how big he was? And if he does it now, when he's this size, what happens to him? I mean, does he just gosh. disappear? Uh, I mean, 40? 40. Jesus style. Straight Jesus style. I mean, just the, the mental makeup to be able to do that. Because <laughs> that's, a, that's a man who has had to, like you said, eat and eat and protein and carb load. Oof. Good for him. Good for, I, I'm, not, I'm not in that number. I can do a lot of things with my diet. That ain't one of them. 40 days. Um, and I'm sure that he achieved all these things that he's talking about because, of course, he did. The mental fortitude that it takes to make it through 40 days means that your clarity would be extreme because you have nothing but your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> Ross Tucker says, 40 days? I couldn't fast 40 hours. It's insane, man. Way to go. I can do 40 hours, but 40 days? Yeah, bro. Like, I could do a... Uh, you know, a, a juice cleanse, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, and I'd probably feel great afterwards. In fact, maybe I'll do one for a head to the beach this summer. You know, just kind of <laughs> tighten everything up. But um, I like that. But uh, my God, forty days! Congratulations, Russell. Um, you're a madman. Uh, he's gonna come out looking like Gandhi on the other side of the second one, though. He's not careful. We'll see. He looks great, though. I mean, he does. He does. It's. Oof, I don't know. That's wild. I mean, what what are you eating after forty days? Because you can't go big. Can no, you? no, no. You can't, can't go, go Mario. Yeah, you got you got to chill, right? You got to no, like you ease like yourself back in. Yeah, for yeah a like little maybe bit. like a carrot. Yeah, ah, or, carrot, broccoli, uh, ah, bean. Maybe. Oh, dude, I figured out how to make some fire green beans in that red stick cooking course the other day. Oof. I got. I'm, mm, mm, mm. Does it take all the nutritional value out of the green bean? No, no. It's just a blanch. It's just a simple okay. blanch. And then um, just in heavily salted water. Talking a cup and a half of salt per gallon. Because only a little bit of the salt ends up on there. Right. But a cup and a half. So, like, quick quick boil. And then, I can't remember how long, just a few minutes. And then uh, immediately dropping it into an ice bath. 
and it caused me to retract, really get that great texture. And then we had some custom-made vinaigrette on there with uh, some shredded fresh parm and pistachios to uh, to give a little texture crunch. Oof, it was fire, dude. It was so good. Will you do that at home? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we, when we did that cooking class, there's like 12 people doing it. So you make these giant meals with like a bunch of different courses. I find that when you take them home, you make like one thing, right? Yeah. Like I make, oh, this one thing for dinner night. Maybe it's something that's like easy to throw on. Yeah. Uh, so good. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Hayden Dravinsky coming up in 13 minutes. Nice. Yes. Okay. So we're now. moving around a little bit. We got Hayden Dravinsky at 9 a.m. Daddy himself. Showing up here on OTB, and then we got Nick Underhill 915. Keep it locked. More coming up to close out hour two on 104.5 ESPN. Off the bench with Hester and T-Bob. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. And then, y'all, look back at OTB. Closing hour number two. And then uh, we got Hayden Tremsky as Jake is patented. Kicking off uh, tomorrow, or excuse me, kicking off next hour. And then we got a little uh, Nick Underhill after that. The Rahid Shahid hype continues to gain steam. Uh, Jake, do you care at all about this new fair catch rule? Uh, in case you missed it, yeah. in, 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 in uh, the NFL, uh, like college football now, you can fair catch it and have the ball put on the 25-yard line. Um, and that's anywhere. So, like, anywhere. if you fair catch it on the three, yeah. you get on the 25-yard line. So there's no point kind of aiming uh, necessarily no. for the no man's land right. that people are trying to aim for previously. You know, it's weird. Uh, read in the article this morning that I read in NOLA.com that uh, when the Saints chose to return it out of the end zone or from like three to the seven, they still basically always got to the 25. So it's 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 an odd thing. But but I guess, I mean, I don't know. The, the special teamers are the ones. It's funny because those are the ones you're trying to protect, but they're also the ones you see most upset about it because yeah, you you're are, getting rid of it. Yeah, you're taking away opportunity for the war daddies. Yes. I mean, the war daddy opportunities now are few and far between. Yeah. I true. mean, you're taking kickoff return. What's the point of being back there? Yeah. Kickoff. What's the point of being a war daddy and running down the field? So, true. yeah, I mean, it, it's upsetting because there's guys that have made a living, guys that have set up their life. I mean, well, Compton is a great example, and I heard mm-hmm. Will talking about this. Like, Will played some linebacker, but he was a special teams war daddy trying to get to season 10, still on nine. Yeah. But that was his career, and you get nine years in the NFL, right? That's great money. That's a great pension. And if you start taking that away, what's the incentive to keep a core special teams, you know, core being you play all four type of guy on your roster. You're probably going to keep a, a backup linebacker that's not as good on special teams, but maybe he can help you more on defense. And so it gets rid of a whole wave of players that have played in the NFL for a long time. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I'll be shocked if this is true, Jake. So the NFL says, you know, their their algorithms, their math equations, say they expect the return rate to drop from 38 to 31%. That's not the shocking part. But in that 7% decline... They're thinking that overall concussions will be down 15%. That's nah. That seems heavy. 
Yeah, that's that number's too high. That number's inflated. Right. Um, not even, by the way, not even like the, the guys covering the kicks. What about Devin Hester and Darren Sproles yeah, and Dante true. Hall? True. It's a lost start. Devin Cordero, Hester, hey, how about Cordero Patterson? Yeah, Show some respect. Yeah. Devin Hester might be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Darren Sproles might be a Hall of Famer. Now he did things on offense, but you Ted take them in. you take them out of the game. Yeah. To some extent. It's 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 you know, times are changing. Hayden Travinsky kicking off error three. Off the bench with Hester and T Bob. Hey y'all, what's up? It's T Bob back here on behalf of the DraftKings Sportsbook as the NBA Finals are here and it's Denver versus Miami, the fight for the title. Jake, uh, are you gonna play any games tonight? Uh, absolutely. I'm thinking about doing actually like a little same game. Parlay, you know, points, rebounds, assists, the whole deal. Well, guess what? Every additional leg that you throw on there, once you opt in to the stepped-up same-game parlays, because you're already an existing customer, every additional leg gets you a 10% boost if you win. So you do 10 additional legs, you get 100% boost. That'd be a big win, uh even for you. Uh, If you're a new customer to DraftKings Sportsbook app, uh, download today, promo code Baton Rouge, may place a $5 bet, and you get $200 in bonus bets immediately with which to play. So download the app today, promo code Baton Rouge. 21 or older, physically present in Louisiana, select pairs, only bonus bets expire seven days after issuance, opt-in, and 10 plus leg required for 100% boost, eligibility, wagering, is positive six supply, terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball, terms, licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537.